welcome to the Tweed Couch Guitar Therapy Session, where we talk about all things guitar-related. My name is Dr. T, and I am not a licensed therapist, but I play one on a podcast. Today on the Tweed Couch, we are counseling on gearheads. When I'm not playing my gear, I'm talking about gear. When I'm not talking about gear, I'm thinking about gear. When I'm not thinking about gear, I'm reading about gear. And when I'm not reading about gear, I'm watching gear on YouTube. It's a part of me. I love it. I want it. I need it. But what makes someone a gearhead? Is it a bad thing? Should I feel guilty? Is there a checklist to determine my gearheadedness? Is that actually a word? And is this condition only specific to guitar? Well, we will discuss this and more on this group therapy session with Jason on the Tweed Couch. Jason, it is great to have you back on once again to do some group therapy, but this time about something that I think we both are culprits of, and that is gearheads. So thanks, Jason, for being here again on the couch. Yes, thank you for having me on. It's it's good to be back. Something I definitely need therapy on. So let's therapy it up. Let's therapy. Well, it. maybe we need a definition before we really okay. jump headfirst into this therapy. We need to define mm-hmm. what a gearhead is. Okay. And if I were to generalize it, I would say a gearhead is just someone who talks, pursues, and acquires mm-hmm. the latest trend of tech. Okay then I probably am guilty of that. Yeah, I know I'm guilty of it. So what about you? What do you think? Well, I would say, first of all, see, there would definitely be a reference to our friend Cody and say, see Cody for gearhead. <laughs> um, That's true. I just, I just think it's it's those kind of guys that they have, like basically they have gear before Guitar Center does. And you're like, yeah. Or, or a kind of guy, and I feel guilty of this too. You know that clip from uh, Parks and Rec where, Ron Swanson's going through Home Depot and the guy walks up. He's like, can I help you? And he goes, I know more than you and just keeps walking. That's how I feel at Guitar Center. I'm like, I know more than you do. Like, please just keep on walking. But yeah, it's just somebody who, I mean, and and again, I'm guilty of this, but just constantly absorbing guitars. And, you know, even when I'm not playing guitars, I'm reading about them on my iPad and and looking at them on reverb and, and going to Premiere Guitar and seeing what the new you know, rig rundown is or whatever. I just, I can't get enough of it. And I don't know why I just can't. I love it. I I will say the reason why I find myself a gearhead is all those reasons. But then also I'll sign up for emails and I will unsubscribe, you know, it's like, Oh, I can get 20% Mm -hmm. off if I sign up for this, you know, banana Republic emails, or I can get 20% off if I get Academy sports, you know, and I'll do all of that, but I will do the same thing with guitar pedals and guitar manufacturers and guitar amps. I'll do the same thing, but I never unsubscribe because every time they send me something, even their junk that shows up in my email, like trash bin, Mm -hmm. I still end up looking at and reading. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm that uh, much of a gearhead. Yeah. And, And also here's another one. Someone will be talking about something that's completely unrelated to guitars and I will find myself making up an analogy that's much like guitar. <laughs> yeah. 
I I mean, I remember when I was younger, I would sit and get like a Guitar Center or Musician's Friend or Sweetwater catalog, whatever. And I would pretend like that that company reached out to me. They're like, okay, you're famous. We want you to play our gear. And I would go through and I'd say, okay, you can pick one thing from every page. And I'd go through and just study every page and be like, oh man, I'm going to go with this. And, And the scenario was like, you've got to play whatever you take. And so... I remember I'd be going really easy and there'd be a bunch of things on each page I'd want. But then all of a sudden I'd get to like the pointy headstocks. I was like, uh, uh, ugh. I think I'm just going to pass on this page. I don't want to play any of this. And so, yeah. I mean, I've I, like, I just all the time, like I'm just thinking guitars. Yeah. And I know Kim, you know, she's probably like this, but have you seen those memes where they're like, I wonder what he's thinking about. He's probably thinking about another woman. And he's like, he's laying there and he's like, I wonder if I could fit one more pedal on my pedal board just yeah. at night. That's me. I'm just, that's how I am. It's so funny. Which, okay, so this brings up a fun little game we can play, which is if we could say that the other person was a gearhead, mm-hmm. what is their main weakness? Okay. You actually just claimed the one that I thought you would pick, like yep. for you. So I think that your biggest weakness is the guitar pedal specifically 100%. drive pedals. Yeah, I don't even know that I say specifically drive pedals, just guitar pedals in general. I <laughs> I love them. I love them. And that's and you know probably a lot of that is because I've always played a clean amp and so having yeah, different drives makes sense. Yeah. No, that that's definitely that and pedal board accessories. I mean it's, Oh yeah. How many I, pedal I boards think, do you have now? Well, I remember that day you came over to try out the new Novo. Yeah. <laughs> I actually bought one right before and put Velcro on there. And I was like, all right, let's do it. And I set it all up. I was like, nope, don't like this. And so like now I just have another pedal board that I don't need. But <laughs> I just put, I put it in the closet and I thought, you know what? There's going to be a day where I'm going to wish I had this one. And so this is no joke. I have more pedal boards probably. I have a better pedal train display than Guitar Center does. I have more options. <laughs> so, if you need one, let me know. Speaking of putting it in the closet, Barbara and I are going to be doing a podcast relatively soon, and okay. it's actually called Skeletons in the Closet. Okay. And we're going okay. to talk about all the stuff we just have sitting put away that we just don't use. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Maybe I should join you in that. That, that. that would be... I feel like I'd have... Some stories for that one as well, man. That'd be a true group therapy, all three of us. Yeah. Oh, man. And then at the end, we could all three come out of the closet. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> well, I mean by that, that we all come out and say, hey, this is what we are ashamed I don't of. I think that works. You know? <laughs> it's like, okay, so how about you pick for me? What is my weakness? If I am a gearhead, what am I a gearhead mostly about? Okay, well, here's the thing. I don't know, but... I have some thoughts. I have thoughts. The first thought that came okay. to my head was flame top guitars. Tops with flame maple tops. That's the first thing. Don't tell me whether I'm right or wrong. Just That's just the first okay. thought. The second thought was PRS guitars. The third okay. thought was Gibson guitars. Okay. And so those are all rattling around in my head. They've all been guitar related. Now, you've also been a bit of a sucker for modelers i have been a big sucker for modelers you've had kempers you've had quad cortex you've had you well you have quad cortex you have hx stomp 
you have a pod go or did have a pod go. Um, Mm -hmm. I know, gosh, lots of them. I'm going to ask you one question. Okay. Am I getting warm on any of those guesses that I just said? You definitely have named one of them. Okay. You've named my biggest weakness. Now, which one is it? I'm going to put my finger on modelers. It is modelers. That is absolutely my weakness, without a doubt. And honestly, I blame you. It's my fault. It is. And you know the reason why I blame you? Because I was your your dealer. I got you into the game for free. You did. Do you remember how you got me into the game? Um, was it the Vox Valvatronics or the no, no, the Line Six Veta? Yes, Guitar Center. You I do remember the Line Six Veta, Gosh. and you were like, "This thing's amazing! Look at all the things it, it can was. do!" And then you returned it two yeah. weeks later. But yeah, like I do, I like went. Do. You're right. It does do all these things, yeah. and I got the Vox Valvatronics, and mm-hmm. then I got another Vox Valvatronics, and then mm-hmm. I got rid of those, and I got a Super Champ XD. Yeah. And I got the Line 6 M9 and the M13 and mm-hmm. a Joyo American sound mm-hmm. to try and sound like an American tweet yep. amplifier. And then HX Effects and HX Stomp and Kemper Toaster, Kemper Rack, then Kemper yep. Stage. And now I have Lore. the Quad Cortex. Yep. And somewhere in there was the Pod Go. And I am a modeler sucker. I'm a sucker for yeah, modeling. You are. But I will say you've got a you've got a situation that really lends itself to modeling. That's true. Like where where you play, for you to walk in with a case and a a, a modeler is perfect. Because sometimes you might play acoustic, yeah. sometimes you play, might play mandolin, or, or sometimes you might yeah. play bass, sometimes you might play yeah. you know electric. And so that's perfect. And if I were doing what you're doing, I would I would have the same exact thing. I'd probably have a Kemper or Quad Cortex doing the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, so I'm glad that I'm glad we recognize each other's weaknesses. Yeah. I think we should play a little bit of a game as well. This one's not as fun of a game because as I was doing just a touch of research, not very much, just a touch, I came across this website from 2015. So th- this okay. is seven years ago. This is an old website. And I Gosh. found... How was 2015 seven years ago? I know. Crazy, right? I found this article that was published by Sonic Bids by a guy named Dylan Welsh. Okay. And he okay. posted up 10 signs that you are a gearhead. And I thought it would be kind of fun for us to look at what are these 10 signs that we might have the disease. We might have the bug. Now, are we looking at this in a sense of it's nostalgic and funny because it was seven years ago? Or are we looking at this of it still applies? It still applies. Yeah, you're going to find out it still applies. (laughs) Okay. All right. So here is number one. Okay. And I want you to let's play this little game with it. Nah, that's old school or nope, that still applies. All right, here we go. Here was number one on the list so far. It says, you have to desperately resist the urge to buy more gear. Does that still apply in your life, or is that an old school thought? Mm, That still applies. It happened to me today, actually. Yeah, that still applies. Oh, it happened to you today. 
How did it happen to you today? Well, so Kim and Oliver and I went to Guitar Center and they were looking at drum stuff and I just looked up and saw just a few less balls and all of a sudden this this beautiful honey burst one looked at me and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's cool. And I was like, hey, can I play that? And uh, the guy was like, yeah, absolutely. And, I go, and as he was handing it down, I said, is that the 60s? Because I thought it looked kind of looked like an unburst. I oh, thought it was yeah. an unburst at first. And I know they only make that in the 60s. And he's pulling it down. He's, and, you know, of course, he doesn't know anything. But he's like, <laughs> uh, no, it says here it's a 50s. And I was like, oh, okay. And so I, I felt the neck. I was like, I'll be dang, that is a 50s. And um, it stayed in tune and played mm-hmm. great. It was just a little too heavy for me. If it would have been lighter, I would have I would have gotten it. But I just I I don't want a super heavy guitar. Yeah, I'm not doing it. So I recently released a video that was the 1964 Rickenbacker 360 12, and I put it onto YouTube, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I borrowed it from a buddy of mine. Okay. And I made this video and I got done with the video and went, I love this. I need you in my life. I went out, I mm-hmm. searched, I found one that was an older one. It was actually a 67 and I wanted okay. it desperately. And I have been talking myself out of it now for the last like week simply because you I haven't borrowed bought it, it and I just, oh man, it is so cool. And could I afford it? Maybe. Should I afford it? No. <laughs> when would you ever use an old 12-string guitar? That's not the point. That's not the point. Yeah. What, what type of You're not a, listening to me. What type of a therapy session is this? Come on now. All right. I know. I know. I'm going to be terrible. Let's do another one. Okay. Here was number two. Okay. Now, there's okay. 10 of these. Okay. So, here's number two. All right. Okay. You work hard. To justify new gear purchases. Hello. <laughs> Last podcast, I just said I'm waking up at 6 a.m. every morning so I can pay for this Novo. Yeah, and and I would say the same thing. I actually do a little bit of a uh, of a bargaining myself, where mm-hmm. I go, okay, okay, if I if I could get this job or I do this thing, and I'm talking about me actively doing things to earn these types of guitars. Now there's two ways you can think about this because that's actually the first way that I thought about it. But actually, if you think about it, it could even be mentally. I'm working hard to justify this new gear purchase. Do I need an FM nine? Do I need a Novo? Do I need a Rickenbacker three sixty twelve? Yeah, I need it because of reasons, you know, (laughs) reasons and things stuff and reasons and things. (laughs) No, you don't need it. Yeah, but yes, I am definitely guilty of that. All right, here's number three. You're the first on the block to hear about new gear being released. On my block, for sure. You might be a gearhead. (laughs) Yeah, I am. Hold on. This sounds like a uh, Jeff Foxworthy, like an old school, like you might be a redneck. If you're the first person on your block. (laughs) Is Is that Jeff Foxworthy? And you might be a gearhead. Yeah. I am. And, you know, I'm not usually the first. You are, and you tell me. So I think you're more of a gearhead than I am. I think so, too, because, like, um, I've mentioned before that Kim and I watch really terrible reality shows like 90 Day Fiance and Love After Lockup. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. Um, (laughs) 
but <laughs> there's also there's also a love during lockup. Yeah, it's have you have I not told you about this yet? No. <laughs> Look it up. It's on Wee TV. Best show ever. These people meet people in prison on prison dating websites, and then they get out. And I know it's going to be hard to believe, but chaos ensues. What? And yeah, and it's funny because we started watching that during quarantine. And so when people ask where we met, I always tell them we met on a prison dating website. (laughs) (laughs) And whoever, like whoever, if, if it's somebody I know... I tell him Kim was in prison. If it's somebody Kim knows, I tell him I was in prison. It's fun. <laughs> it's a great show, though. But anyways, during those shows, a lot of times I'll just be on my iPad looking at guitars, gear page, all sorts of different stuff. So, so yeah, I'm constantly looking for stuff and just looking at stuff. So, yeah, I definitely soak it in. You stopped being a whole lot of fun since you got out behind them bars. <laughs> <laughs> Like, imagine how it sounded. That's exactly how it is. Just go look it up. It's going to make your whole life better. You'll feel so. so much better about yourself. <laughs> yeah. You'll feel so much better that's about your, yourself. That's your therapy. Your therapy is to look at other people's troubles yes. and then go, yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes, I'm not that bad. It's not a bad technique, to be honest yeah. with you. Yeah, we'll have to, we'll have to utilize that one. I, well, you know yeah, what? Right. Maybe we should do that with our gear. Whenever we're looking at our gear going, I think I need one more guitar. Just look at somebody else's collection and go, oh my gosh, they need multiple guitars. Multiple. Yeah. <laughs> yes. All right. Here's number four. It says, your friends try and give you a Craigslist intervention. You could also probably make that a reverb, eBay, Facebook marketplace intervention. Yeah. I I can't. I can't say that my friends have ever done that. I'm, I've got enabling friends. I don't know what to say. Yeah, I do too. I, I, I don't. Th- this one, yeah. this one doesn't work. This one doesn't work for us. Yeah. No. Now I will say your brother Paul. Any bingos out there? No, not yet. He, not uh, yet. But I do think they got the he the one square. Yeah. He's definitely been somebody I'm impressed by. Like the, I mean, I've gone through probably fifty guitars to his one. Yeah. And pedals and amps. Like he's just content with what he has. And he do, he does this weird thing that just like you idiot. Like instead of like buying and selling guitars, he just plays them. <laughs> who does who does Moron. that? Idiot. Gosh. Okay, next. All right, number five. <laughs> it says your house starts looking like an episode of musical hoarders. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. A hundred percent. You saw the other day. Yeah. You saw it in its like clean state. Yeah. And I, I like, came oh, in boy, to do the mess. Novo unboxing and I was like, look at that rat's nest. What is that? Ooh, this? Man, there's cables everywhere. Like, here's the thing. Everything looks pretty good. And then you start hooking cables up and it's just like, gosh. Or like if you actually you came in on pedal board rearranging day. Yeah, I did. And so I had I had the whole like plastic work table out like I was ready to go. <laughs> I'm you're lucky I wasn't wearing like like a an apron and you know had safety goggles on. Yeah, you had your like uh welding mask down and <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, number six. Oh, yes. Which by the way, my wife going back to the hoarders thing, my wife mm-hmm. every time she comes into the guitar room, she always ends up uh-huh. looking at it and going, Gosh, is this the cleanest room in the entire house? And I'm like, Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm a little type A, 
everything's got to be in its place. <laughs> Everything has to be organized. You tell her it's the one you care most about. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the one with the most things I love in it. That's right. <laughs> the, the greatest things I love. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I always you take, and the kids. I always take care of stuff I love. Oh, I, oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Just kidding. Just Number kidding, six. You spend more time at music stores than grocery stores. Guilty. Oh, yeah, me too. I'm guilty of that. Only because I have an incredible wife that, that you know, goes to the grocery store. Yeah, but me too. And then also yeah. the fact that we have a lot of music stores relatively close. So We do. And I work really close to one uh, guitar center, so that's nice. All right, number seven. Mm-hmm. You feel like you need all of the cool stuff you don't own yet. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. 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 Guilty. You might yeah, be a guilty. gearhead. Yeah. You know, uh, I, there's a number of cool things. Like, yes, I've got an R9. I've got yeah, a 355. I've got yep. a PRS Hollow Body 2. I've got mm-hmm. lots mm-hmm. of really awesome gear. Indeed. But there's always a Firebird. There's always a flying V. Well, and here's the other thing too. I have a lot of nice things and and you have that R9 which just kills me. And I know anytime I could be like, "Hey, I really want to borrow that. Can I borrow it?" And you would let me, I think. Yeah. But I don't have an R9, so I need an R9. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't know I needed one until I played yours. Yeah. And it's just it's it's stupid, but it is what it is. Yep, I know. I know. All right, yeah. let's do number eight. Number eight on this list I'm winning of this. sonicbids.com, which came mm-hmm, from this mm-hmm. guy named Dylan Welsh. He says number eight Thanks, is the only reason you sell gear is to buy more gear. <sighs> guilty. <laughs> yeah, I'm guilty of that too. Yeah. I'm- <laughs> I've got the, you know, I've I've kind of got the, and we've talked about this, I think, but I've got the, the budget of uh, guitar budget. So if I want to buy something new, I'll sell something to get something new. And so I try to keep yep. that kind of, I try not to put any new money in there. I do sometimes, but I try not to. So yeah, yeah. definitely guilty of that. I would say that I generally will put new money in as opposed to yeah. selling. I mean, I will sell things off to make myself feel better. But a lot of times I end up putting new money in and it's one of those things that I look at all of it as assets and it's not just buying gear for the sake of buying gear. It's not just buying gear because it's fun. It's, it's an asset of some sort and there is not a guitar in this place. There's not an amp in this place. There's nothing I have that I wouldn't sell all of it for the right reason. Right, right. But funny enough, my wife, there are a few things, a few guitars, a few amplifiers that my wife would not let me sell for any reason, which is kind of interesting. The Black PRS? The Black PRS. The Taylor? The Taylor? The Taylor. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. The Marshall Half Stack? That's all you get. Okay. Yep. They have to stay. Yep. It's like, okay. Yep. All right. No, I think that's great. All right. Number nine. Okay. This is, Nine. oh man, this one's going to get us. All right. You end up owning some pretty ridiculous things. 
I own some yeah. pretty ridiculous things. Yeah. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and funny enough, sure. because I love this hobby so much, because I love the guitar so much, I own ridiculous things that are not guitar related because they aid in my guitarness. Yeah, that's true. You know, I started I, a podcast because I love this gear so much. So what yeah. did I have to buy? Well, I needed a new mic and I needed to have yep. a new operating system to do things and edit and run things. I needed studio monitors. I needed, you know. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, I know. And then I went, ooh, I want to do video. So I bought lighting and rearranged the room so it was aesthetically pleasing. And I mean, come right. on, come on. Which, by the way, You're right. if you have not checked out my YouTube channel yet, Tweed Couch Guitar, it's fun. It's fun. Come join in. Leave a comment. Say, hey, it's a lot about it on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, Maybe comment, talk, talk. See what happens. Yeah. I did have that (laughs) one. Yeah, you're right. I think that was my first negative. I don't even know that's negative. It didn't seem negative to me. It just, it it, it didn't make sense. It was just nonsense. (laughs) Yeah. I kind of looked at it as you're talking too much and not playing enough. And I went, well, I mean, I did start on a podcast. So there's that. Okay. Which actually that brings up one other thing. I think that I should do a podcast of YouTubing. Not yeah. Like a not idea. a not a new podcast, but like, you know, just an episode of it because my perspective as a consumer of YouTube videos uh-huh. is different now after doing YouTube videos. Okay. And a big reason why I think it is that way is because as a consumer, you're used to watching TV and movies and all that stuff where you're looking at it going, I'm paying for this and this is crap. You know, it's like it's like my dad always yelling at the TV, you know, and yelling at the weatherman for standing in front of the map. And you're like, Daddy can't hear you. Like, yeah, yeah. Or yelling fumble whenever somebody fumbles and they want to jump on the ball. Or yeah. being mad that he has like 300 channels and none of them have a Western. Nothing. Yeah. yeah nothing good on. So, you know. I get it. I, I get it from that aspect. But once you become a content creator and honestly, you make zero money off of it. I start going, eh, yeah. if you don't like it, I'll give you your money back. Yeah, exactly. Hey, there's plenty of other things for you to listen to out there. That's right. That's right. Talk, talk. All right. So (laughs) here is our last one. Here's number 10. Okay. Number 10 that you might be a gearhead is, but at the end of the day, you've got the coolest gear out there. Oh, bingo. Yeah, absolutely. I got, I I would say, I don't know that I have the coolest gear out there. I definitely think I'm in the top maybe two or 3%. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I've got guitars that professional guitar players would drool over. And I'm yeah. saying I'm saying like good guitar players and you do too. And I've got amps and yeah, I mean I've So yeah, I definitely think I'm I definitely think I'm up there. Now I'm not like Joe Bonamassa level, you know what I mean? Yeah, so that's, that's the true. only reason I'm like I'm not the best, but yeah, yeah I don't have right a, a Nerdville West and a Nerdville East. Right, right, yeah. right. <laughs> I don't have uh, rooms of vintage guitars or anything, but yeah, that's I, right. As far as I'm very proud of what I have, and not only not only the things that I have, but the quality of each one. Like I love each guitar that I have. So yeah, that's 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 a good one. 
Well, and that is the beauty is that as we've become gearheads and we've started to find out what it is we like and we don't like, because that's actually kind of a Mm -hmm. big deal to that is that we've kind of become the gearheads we've become largely because of the fact that we've we've kind of chased the trend or the tech and gone. Nope. Yeah, that's not for me. Like, do you remember the Yamaha DG and AG stomps? Oh, yeah, I had them. Yeah, and, you know, and I had it too, and I remember having it Mm -hmm. at the time. I was like, man, this is really cool, but I never loved the way it sounded. I just went, wow, this is really cool. And to me, nowadays, that's kind of like plugins, plugins for your computer. Mm -hmm. When people are like, oh, yeah, I've got the new Neural DSP, like, Saldano 100 and it sounds just like a Saldano and it's like well have you owned a Saldano? Yeah exactly. (laughs) Like Lloyd had a Saldano Decatone and I remember hearing that and going wow like that sounds really good and then I remember him recording with it and going yeah it sounds good but in the room, it sounded amazing. And I can only imagine mm-hmm. that that's kind of what plugins are like. Now, I don't have any plugins, so I don't necessarily know. Yeah, I've never had good luck with them, but, you know, that's I'm not a recording guy. Yeah. But I would say that even with doing the YouTube stuff and putting, like, tracks up of the guitars, like, I listen to them in through my speakers, and I go, mm, mm-hmm. that's not quite like the room. And I'll do just a touch of EQ to try and make it sound like yeah. the room. And then I'll put in my headphones and I'll listen again and go, okay, now how does it sound? And then I'll put in a set of like iPod, iPhone earbuds, and I will listen one more time and go, okay, does that give a true representative of what I heard in the room? And yeah, most of the time it's close, but it's never perfect. It's never perfect. Yeah. And then once you I put agree. it on YouTube, it compresses so hard. It's like, eh, mm. it's... <laughs> I've heard people say that. I've never, I've never noticed, I guess. Anyway. All right. So. Okay. Okay. Let's go ahead and let's move forward. And we're going to talk about what ridiculousness we have done in the name of gear geekery and gear headedness. You know, cause we've all done it. And mm-hmm. I will say my big one is I've bought something simply because someone else plays it (laughs) that's what i was gonna go with too yeah i figured you would but the very first time i bought a prs the reason why i bought a prs it's because i saw collective soul playing it okay and i went yeah the reason why i bought a strat my very first guitar because my brother paul played it yeah the reason why i got a telecaster is because i started doing country music and I figured yeah. I had to have it. You do. You d- well, not anymore, but you did. <laughs> so what about you? First of all, see Steve Warner Takamini 1 and 2. See yeah. Steve Warner Red <laughs> Telly. Yeah. See, I mean, see, every, see everything. Um, but the most ridiculous thing I have ever done, this is a good one. Mm-hmm. I feel like I might make you chimp laugh when you hear this. Okay. Did you get a tattoo? Is that no. <laughs> no. Whenever I was younger, probably I would say high school aged. Okay. 
I actually bought a wireless headset microphone like Garth Brooks. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't sing. I don't sing. That's the funniest part. I don't sing. But I thought, you know what? Oh, I'm I'm, shameless. (laughs) Shameless as a back bee. Isn't that amazing? I still cannot believe that I did that. Yeah. I can't believe it. How, uh, what an idiot. Like, if I heard a kid say that now and they're like, well, I don't sing, I just, I'd be like, you're an idiot. Like, why? Yeah. Uh huh. Why did you buy a headset mic? And it wasn't cheap either. Like, I think I saved up for it. Jeez. <laughs> oh my gosh. There's something wrong with me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but there's something wrong with uh, all of us. That's the reason why we love each other so much. <laughs> oh, that and then the other one that I've done is I bought, whenever Brad Paisley first came out, I bought a pink Paisley body that had mm-hmm. been like butchered and I, I kind of restored it a little bit and I, I made a telly <laughs> out of that. And I remember the first time I played, I was like, I can't do this. It's it's too, it was yeah. one of those like Barbie pink with silver. Oh, yeah. One. Yeah, it was bad. No. So I've, I mean, I've, I've done a lot. I've done a lot of questionable things. Well, and the, you know, there are things that we may consider somewhat questionable, you know, like I did buy a Parker P38 with you. As did I, but I was smart enough to return it. Yeah, that's true. I sold mine <laughs> off later, but there are a number of things that I remember purchasing going, Oh, I need it. I need it. And it's really kind of silly, you know, like I had the Strat, I bought the PRS. Then yeah. when I started playing with Second Adam, I went, well, Les Paul is rock and roll. And yeah, so then I bought Gibson. And then I went into more worshipy type things. And I went, well, I need Filtertrons. Mm-hmm. So I got the White Falcon. Sure. You know, and then I had the Vox Valvatronics. And I went, well, I need a Marshall. But I also Gotta need a valves. Fender. But yeah. I also need a Vox. And, you know, then you end up with all those things. And really, ultimately, at the end of the day, you just need one great amp and a few great guitars. And you can cover a lot of different things. And so there are lots of things that gearheads end up going after. If I could say there is something that I have that is of great quality, but I don't need it, that one thing would be my Martin. I have a Taylor 710CE, and it sounds amazing, plays amazing. It is my favorite acoustic. And then I Mm -hmm. went out and bought a Martin because I went, I'd like a smaller body guitar. And the Martin sounds good, but every time I play the Martin, I go, I like the sound of the Taylor better. I also like the feel of the Taylor better. So I think that that's a big thing for me, is that that's something I probably could get rid of, but I won't. Because I'm a gearhead. Yeah. I think I might be a little bit better than you at getting rid of stuff. Like if oh yeah. If I if I one day I'm like, I don't need it anymore, I just get rid of it. Like I'm done. Yeah. And then that will cause me later on to be like, let me try that again. And luckily there's been two times over the last couple months where I've been on the cusp of buying something again. And I'll ask you, hey, can I borrow your HX stomp? Can I borrow the HX effects? Yeah. And it talks me down off the ledge. I'm like, no. And I actually have a huge announcement right now. Oh. So if you could give me a, a drum roll, please. 
Wow, you've got drums handy that fast? Yeah. I have rearranged my pedal board. Oh, yes. Something I normally don't do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you haven't I, done that in at least six hours. No. As of today, I sold my Strymon Trinity, the really? Timeline, the Mobius, and the uh, Big Sky. Sold them all. Okay. I went back down to a Pedal Train Junior. Would you like to know what's on that Pedal Train Junior? Yeah, what are you using for modulation then? I mean, how are you playing your Novo? I bought a, yeah, right. I bought a <laughs> Wampler Terraform again. Yeah. It's small. I've always loved the way it sounded. But it's not here yet. But here's what's on here now. I've got these, the Peterson Strobo Stomp, which is a, it's a keeper. Yep. It never leaves. It's always on. I've got the Wampler Ego Compressor, which also never leaves. I keep it on okay. my board all the time. I've got the Exotic RC Booster. Yeah, excellent choice. Which, which may be removed at some point, maybe this Friday. We'll see. Um, I've got, <laughs> I've got the light speed, Later tonight. the Greer, Greer light speed. Yep. Which is lovely. Got the JHS Bonsai. Really? You have the a tube f- screamer on there, huh? Yep. 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 For now. Yeah. I've got, well, cause all my favorite players play tube screamers. Yeah. You know, like, let me name you a couple people I know play tube screamers. Well, Steve Ray Vaughn, first of all, obviously. Yep. But, mm-hmm. uh, there's some other guys. There's one named John Mayer that plays a tube screamer. Oh. Um, Yeah. Um, there's a guy named Keith Urban that plays one, Brad hmm. Paisley. They all play Tube Screamers. Yeah, Weird. the last three. Haven't heard of them on this podcast before. No. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. Uh, then I've got the Full Tone OCD, which I really love, and I don't want to yeah. love it because I think Mike Fuller is maybe not the nicest guy, but I love that pedal. And then I've got the Nobles ODR1 original, the original yeah, one. Not the, the vintage, original. yeah. And then I have the way huge... Aquapus that yes. you modded for me to be like um like one of the old vintage ones and it's awesome. I love it. Yeah, that thing took a long time to do and then took it even did. longer to try and troubleshoot until all it was of a pain sudden, in the butt. We found yeah. out there was really one wire that was in the wrong place. Yep. And I'm still very grateful for you doing that. But yeah, it was definitely a pain in the butt. But I'll tell you why on Friday I may change things because I just ordered, I've been waiting for it for a long time and uh, I got an email, I got an email the other day that said, Hey, this just came back in stock or just came in stock. And I ordered immediately. And about five minutes later it was all sold out, but I just ordered the new KTR. (laughs) No, it is not. But I think it's, I think it's around the same like to me, it's going to be around the same, but it's a new Tim pedal, the Tim. Oh yeah, Paul Cochran Tim. So he he came up with a Tim version three, and uh, it popped up. I I've been put on the waiting list a million times, and I got like ten emails. Hey, it's back in stock. And so um, so yeah, I ordered it. it should be here Friday, and I'm pretty sure that'll probably knock two of those pedals off. That's I don't know awesome. Ones yet, but yeah, we'll see how it goes. So that's my big announcement. That is a big announcement. That's a real big announcement because you have just proven the point that you are a gearhead because what you just described was the RC booster, which is kind of a drive, uh, Uh the Greer Lightspeed, which is a drive, the OCD, which is a drive, 
Yep. The yep. Nobles ODR one, which is a drive. Yep. It the is. Bonsai, which is like ten drives in one. They are. That's five drives on a pedal train junior. Yeah, I know. Hey, don't hate the play. I hate the game. Well, I'll be honest with you. I'm in the same boat because when I look at what type of gear, well, you know what? Let's take a quick break for our sponsor. And when we come back, we will go ahead and we will unveil what we believe is the worst form of gear headedness for most people and then we'll also go ahead and talk about how you know you're a gearhead which i think we've already described but we'll see i think all right so let's take that break for our sponsor okay if you are looking for a way to help support the tweed couch and it costs no money to you then check out our youtube channel and become a subscriber also you can tell someone about the podcast and share an episode with them thank you for listening and thank you for your support Who doesn't love a party with a purpose? If you love music, family friendly, and camping, then you need to come to LifeFest. In 2023, they will have festivals in Oshkosh, Wisconsin, Banagua, Tennessee, and Naples, Florida. I'll see you there. Since 2003, the Kretzman Guitar Company has been repairing and building guitars. In 2021, Kretzman started a production of a solid body electric guitar with the goal of providing affordable, awesome looking and sounding guitars that anyone student to expert would be proud to play and own be sure to check them out at kretzmanguitars.com okay so jason where we left off was what is probably the worst piece of gear out there for gearheads so what do you think is the worst of all the things. What can people be the most gearheadedness about? To me, I think it pedals. I think people are bad about pedals. I think that they've been a bad influence on me. And there's a new one coming out every week. And then you've got all these boards. These Well, I will say pedal boards. Not even pedals, but pedal boards. Because oh, yeah, I fell into the trap. But I'm, I'm out now. I'm out of the trap. No more custom pedal boards. No more yep. anything. Like I went back to a pedal train where I can easily swap things. I'm not trying to hide wires and have them neatly tucked anymore. I soldered my own cables, mm-hmm. made them the length I need. The power cables are just stuck underneath and that's it. I I don't care because yep. the, the you know, I I meticulously like arrange these pedals and like you know, zip tied everything down and then the first time one of those cables goes bad, you're like, the son of a, like, you're just, you're furious. Yeah. But yeah. with with a pedal train, and I get it now, it's like a working man's pedal board, and I'm not a working man's guitar player, but I get it because it's so easy to troubleshoot. And, and you know, I've got Velcro on there, and I've got three or four different sizes, so if I want a small one, just take it off, pop it on the small one, I'm ready to go. Yeah. I just get it now. I get the beauty of pedal train. It took me a while. It took me a while. So you say pedal boards, but I'm going to go with your initial. I think it's pedals. And I think okay. a lot of it has to do with the expense. There, there are pedals that are for everybody. You want a $30 pedal? Mm-hmm. You can do a $30 Klon. You can yep. do a $30 Rat. You can do a $30 Tube Screamer. And I think a lot of it has to do with that expense. If you want to scratch an itch, 
there are options. And actually, where where I am fortunate so far is that I look at the M9, the M13, the HX effects, and mm-hmm. what Line 6 has done, and I think their drives are sounding really good. And I think that their modulation sounds really good. Mm-hmm. So all of mine is in one pedal. Yeah. So I don't chase it nearly as much. But at the same time, if I were to open the drawer directly to my left right now, I will find five tube screamers. Yep. I've seen that drawer. Why do I have five tube screamers? Why not? Why not? (laughs) Because they all sound a little different. They do. And so that brings up actually an interesting point, which I don't know if you saw this. JHS did a, a a new thing. It was like a pilot episode game show thing where yeah. it was like, can you tell with the board over it? Y- yeah, yeah that it. was it. Of course I saw it. And I went with, I don't care what it is, which one sounds better. And I was with that guy, the guy playing the Les Paul. Every uh-huh. time he guessed, he was like, that's the real one. Those are the ones that I went, that's the better one. And each time that he guessed, I was on the same guess with him. And really? okay. you know what? You, you can't let your ears lie. Like yeah. that rat, that rat clone or whatever it was, that Amazon one, you yeah. know, the, the Bezos drive, the, right. uh, <laughs> which was the tube screamer. Yeah. Um, I actually did think that the tube screamer sounded better yeah. than the Amazon tube screamer, but the like $30 rat sounded better to me. The Klon type sounded better. Now, if I was the one messing with the knobs, maybe it'd be different. But yeah, yeah. If it's that close in a band setting, are you really going to notice? Never. In fact, you know, we've started playing a little bit more together, and what I've learned is uh, most of my drives sound the same when playing with a band. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, there's not that much of a difference. So I get now people just playing with one or two drives, and honestly, when that Timmy comes. The only reason I, I, I struggle with getting rid of one is like, I'll take the, the light speed off and I'm like, oh, but I love it so much and I'll play it, but I don't need it. I mean, that sounds basically the same. So all of that probably leads us to our last little thing to talk about, which is how do you know you are a gearhead? And I will <laughs> say, I know that I'm a gearhead when I look to give gear as a gift simply because I love gear. Oh yeah. That's a good one. I've done, I'm guilty of that. Yep. Yeah. So a great example of that is my wife went to a student's debutante, a debut. It's like a, a Filipino thing where like when they turn 18, they, the, the woman has this like celebration on her birthday to kind of go, you're a woman and going into womanhood and that whole thing. Okay. And she is a guitar player. She has a 1957 Telecaster. What? That was handed down. Oh my gosh. She brought it to school. Oh my gosh. That's ridiculous. And yeah. Now I will say that even though that's what she has and that's what she's learning on, which it was her dad's as I'm looking at it, there was a number of things that didn't quite add up. Mm-hmm. The body looks right. Most of the hardware looks right. Okay. 
the neck felt right, but it had been refinished all the way down logo and everything. Okay. That's fine. But the back part of it looked right. The plate looked right. Everything else looked right. And even the pickups looked right. So either way, I was like, don't, don't take this to school. Stop that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Does she have any idea how much it's worth? uh, I told her. Okay. I told her, I was like, even in this condition, you're, you're still looking at about five figures. So you're probably going to want to stop. Yeah. You know, taking that around. She, she had a friend who wanted to borrow the guitar. So she was like, sure. And this kid walked around with it around school for like five oh days. Gosh. I'm like, wrong with you. And you it's like, that's, it? that's worth more than most of the cars in the parking lot. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but anyway, Gosh. back to okay. the whole point of this is that my wife was going and she was like, what do I get her for a gift? And I was like, you get her a headstock tuner. There you go. Nice. You gotta, you gotta stay in tune. Right. Get her a headstock tuner. She was like, okay. And so that's, that was a gift. Good and call. another example would be the fact that my son, who has really started to get into guitar, he is mm-hmm. now the 14-year-old cork sniffer. He had a birthday. Nice. Congratulations. Happy birthday. Mm-hmm. He has inherited my gear over and over again. Nice. So that's how I know that I'm a gearhead, is that I yeah. look for reasons to give presents in the form of gear. Yes. I definitely do the same. I, I agree with you on that. My knowing that I'm a gearhead is every time I open up my iPad or my phone or whatever, every tab on my browser is Sweetwater Reverb. I mean, it's just <laughs> it's the gear page. And yep. like, you know, some guys look at porn. I look at guitars. Some guys look yep. at, um, you know, car stuff. I look at guitars. Some people look at sports. I look at guitars. I mean, I keep up with sports, too. Um, but yeah, I just, I but love you keep guitars. up with hockey. So that doesn't really count. That's a real sport. That's a man sport. Yeah. It's a Canadian sport like curling. Uh, yeah, true. That's true. <laughs> I mean, I, I just, I, I just love guitars. I, that should be the, that should be our tagline for the podcast. I just love guitars. You know what? Maybe I just need to add that in. Like at the beginning when I say, yeah. I'm not a licensed therapist, but I play one on podcast. Because I just love guitars. Yeah. I mean, yeah. maybe that's it. I think that's perfect. Because we know. do. We do. Because we're gearheads. That's right. We are. Mm-hmm. All yes. right. Well, with all that said, I yeah. think we've done our final thoughts. We really have. It's all done. And I thank you for being a part of today's group therapy. And um, your prescription, your therapy, when we get mm-hmm. done with this, is you need to go fire up some light bulbs found inside okay. Okay. your amplifier. Okay. And you need to plug that Novo in. I like the sound of that. Both of them. And at the same mm-hmm. time? Shh. Find a way to daisy chain. It'll okay. be amazing. I will. Okay. I will take you up on that, and I will get to work on that as soon as possible. I appreciate you having me on. It's, yeah. I will say one thing. It's great to have another gearhead as a friend because... Mm-hmm. we can talk about stuff that nobody else understands and they would never get it. Yep. They would never get it. So thank you for being a good friend, a good fake yeah. therapist and uh, mm-hmm. always talking guitars with me. Faux therapist. Yeah. Faux therapist. <laughs> yep. All right. Until next time, bud. Thank you very much. Have a good day, everybody. 
Well, that concludes our time of the Tweed Couch Guitar Therapy session. If you like what you heard, leave five stars in a review. Also, don't forget to check us out on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at The Tweed Couch. And remember, you are your greatest asset. Until next time. Come on.